government mandated podcast is made possible by an order from the federal government. A pack of feral hounds relentless in the pursuit of their comedy quarry. And listeners like you. You're late. Um, it's the traffic. I'm sorry. You know, there's a lot of traffic between here and where I work. You know, like a block and a half away. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, you are positively glowing. You're, you're radiant. Glowing and radiant. Okay. Um, hi, everybody. I'm not pregnant. Thought I'd better get that out right away. Why would you ruin that? You you should have let the rumors circulate. The rumors? Yeah. <laughs> Just imagine all the tabloid uh, play we could have gotten. Mm. Burrito or baby? And GMP host, potentially pregnant. Nope, just fat. And then there could have been pictures of me on a boat with my dick out. Ah. And everybody would have been going crazy about it. Whose dick is out now? You you haven't heard about Orlando Bloom's dick? Oh, he has a dick? <laughs> he does. He does, in fact. Human males have dicks. What? <laughs> um, but no, you are you are radiant. You are glowing. I think uh I think that has to do a little some with a little something called a three day weekend. Oh yes. A three day weekend. I'm not gonna go to work on Friday. Yeah, tell me <laughs> tell me uh, all about your incredible three-day weekend plans. Um. Okay. <laughs> what's well? First off, what's it like? Because I've heard tell of a three-day weekend. <laughs> you don't get two-day weekends. No, I don't. But it's <laughs> it seems like this legendary thing. Um. Well, in this case, I said to my boss, I said, um, "If I took Friday off, would that be a great hindrance to you?" <laughs> and he said, "No, go ahead." So I did. I'm taking Friday off. That's what's up. Now, if you put down any hindering terrain <laughs> in his in his path, he'll have to stop once he enters and have his movement as he comes out. I just it. wanted to make sure that he didn't have some sort of secret project lined up for me on uh, Friday. What kind of secret projects do you think he would have? Oh, gosh. Looking at stats, uh, arranging stats, uh, looking at descriptions of things. Seeing if these descriptions match what is actually in the world. Assembling Ikea furniture. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I would love to assemble some Ikea furniture. Like, I think if I could assemble Ikea furniture, maybe like a couple pieces a week. Not more than one piece a day. That would be a pretty sweet job. Just go to like some little old lady's house and be like, Nah, man, I got this shelf for you. I'm going to assemble the shit out of it. You know, that's funny, too, because you love putting together IKEA furniture, mm -hmm. but the rest of the world fucking hates they it. They do. I, it's like a puzzle. It's like an advanced puzzle that when you get done with it, you have a useful item. <laughs> the only kind of puzzle I like is the kind that when you solve it, you summon... <laughs> A sex demon. A sex demon. You yeah, to rip your flesh. What are they? Cynobite. Yeah. Cynobite. Right? Cynobite. Cynobite. Cinnamon bite. 
Cinnamon bites. Cinnamon poppers. <laughs> Cinnabon mini bites. Everyone's favorite pincushion face. <laughs> <laughs> now with the delightful peanut butter glaze. He has such things to sh- such sweet things to show you. But uh, so if you're putting together this IKEA furniture, yes, um, and, and say you were putting together something to lay on, like a futon or some such. Okay. There's one one problem I don't have that much, but it's something I think about a lot. Okay. When it comes to furniture, which you think is about futons a lot. Eventually. Well, pff, yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> if you if you're not thinking futons, you're not thinking about the future, as That's far as true. I'm concerned. <laughs> you're really stuck in the past, man. These couches, they're just a fad. They're gonna they're gonna come and go. <laughs> like bell bottoms and Pokemon Go. Oh snap. But uh no, I th- I think about when it comes to furniture, uh, furniture being ergonomic to people. Yes. So I have to ask, how tall is too tall, Ran? How tall Too tall? Yeah, how tall is too tall? Well, if we're talking in terms of chocolate bunnies. Uh, it's the one where their ears stick out of the top of the box, and then on the front it says, Too Tall Bunny. I remember that. <laughs> I had a picture of that bunny in my phone for probably way too long. That was a good, it was a good item to find in the world. I feel like on the treasure hunt of life, that is definitely um, <laughs> an item to mark off. Okay, well, l- let's just say for fitting furniture and cars and things of that nature. Let's just throw that away completely then. Okay. Let's just focus instead on you're a lady. Yes. And you like the tall men because they are the greatest. <laughs> but how tall is too tall? Okay, so where's, if, where's are the line? we talking, if I'm in the world and I meet a gentleman and I'm deciding whether or not he's attractive to me, too tall, that's what we're based, that's what we're um, concerned with? Yeah, I, I guess so. Or, I mean, it, it could always be whether or not you think uh, that would all match up well enough. <laughs> I don't know. Well, <laughs> when you're laying down. Oh, well, too true. Too everyone's true. the same size. Game <laughs> of Thrones. Um, okay, let's see. How tall are you? Uh, I am probably 5'10 and a half, 5'11, five, somewhere in there. I refuse to give myself that extra inch. Like, I refuse to be the guy who's not quite six foot, who goes around telling everyone he's six, foot, six feet tall. Right. Um, so you're 6'10, we'll say. Yeah, I'm probably 6'10. That's okay. probably accurate. You're 6'10. That's what we said. Yeah, I'm probably 6'10. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to mention my name is Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> I've got a sweet um, perimeter jump shot. 5'10". Yes, 5'10". Five, five, ten. Ten. Let's five, knock ten. one foot off of that. <laughs> five, <laughs> let's ten. do. Let's do. Okay. I'm 5'5", five, five, so you're a good five inches or so taller than me. You have longer arms than I do in general, I believe. Um, well, that's because you spent all last week just stretching me out. <laughs> My arms went to next week. That's right. I had you up on the rack. Don't ask about it. It's nothing weird. <laughs> <laughs> all right so who's too tall i don't know that i would really want to have a dude that was like really inconvenienced by doorways mm-hmm. that seems too tall and the a doorway is over six feet right 
Well, yeah. You don't have to duck to get through any given doorway. No, no, not unless I'm going through, like, a colonial door or something. Right. Or I'm going into John Malkovich's head. (laughs) (laughs) Then maybe. Right. Okay. Those two instances aside, uh, I want to say a door is, like, six feet and just a little bit. I looked this up not that long ago, but I don't remember what the average door is. Height was. I I figure a doorway's got to be at least like what like six five right six right. six four six five. It's got to be close to six and a half. I figure. Right. So the a six foot man can get through it, no sweat. Yeah. And he can wear like a like a he can wear a, a jaunty hat. hat and yeah. Be okay. <laughs> It'd be all right, unless he's getting like a real ten gallon business. He can he can be a cat in the hat cosplaying six foot five guy. <laughs> And get through it just fine. Right. Okay. This is where we reveal we don't know the average size of a doorway. Um, I think that... So, some some hardcore carpenter who's listening to the show right now... <laughs> He's like, God damn it! He's just like, you motherfuckers! I'm getting on Twitter right now. This basic shit, you guys. <laughs> um, no, I, I feel like I would definitely not want a dude who is inconvenienced by doorways. Because I would feel too sad for him all the time, <laughs> you know, and I don't want to have that much pity for my partner. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how this works out then. <laughs> this is <laughs> now on the flip side of that, though. Yeah. How short's too short then? How short is too short? I don't know. I've never dated a short guy. I'm married now, short guys. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think it would be an issue, though. I would feel a little weird being the tall one. That's that's about the extent of it. I think I would feel a little weird being the tall one until I got used to it, and then it wouldn't be a big deal. Yeah, I think... That's how it would, sh- how it would play out. Well, just imagine, right now, imagine the number of things that I ask you to do for me around the house. Yes. You know, like... I'll be in the chair being a lazy bum and you're like, oh, can you get me a drink while you're up? Give me the Twizzlers. Now, yeah. Now imagine if I needed you to turn on the kitchen light all the time for me. Oh, that's your job right now. <laughs> here's, here's a fun fact about our home. We have a fluorescent light over our kitchen that never wants to turn on because it's always fucking humid. And the only way to make it work is to like lightly brush the bulbs as if you're like seducing them yes i've got to sensually grope the fluorescent bulbs to make them (laughs) to make them light up and i can't reach that motherfucker even if i stand on my usual standstill it is quite a reach well you've got to understand too i have the touch yeah yeah. i have the power yeah (laughs) take that transformers 80s movie Uh, well I transform your day into an adventure, and come okay. on. The Transformers 80s movie is a movie I have absolutely no nostalgia for. I didn't see it when I was a child. The first time I saw it was with an ex-boyfriend, and he quoted the whole thing the whole time we were watching it, and that wasn't annoying at all. I'm using sarcasm <laughs> on this last statement. Okay, well then, we'll leave that be. <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back. Also, Rodimus Prime... Nobody, nobody said, you know what, let's take that back to, let's take that back to the drawing board. Let's think of something that sounds less like a dick. (laughs) Nobody in editing caught that, or they all thought it was totally fucking sweet, and they all high-fived, and they were like, hey, what's the runtime of this movie? One, uh, one, 169 minutes, high-fives. 
I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> God, Transformers would be so long if it was 169 <laughs> minutes. That is a long fucking movie. I know, that's like a two-hour, <laughs> t- uh, almost three-hour Transformer movie. That's a lot of movie. It's a lot of animated, bad, uh, micro-machine talk guy. Oh, blur? Yeah, that'd be rough. Okay, but <laughs> you know I could talk about uh, the Transformers movie all day, but uh, you are still ducking the question. How short is too short? I don't know. That's... I feel like... You're asking me. You're being dicey, Ryan. You're being dicey again. I guess it would be if the normal appliances and and uh, the normal procedure of the world was too much for him. You know, mm-hmm. if it inconvenienced him, I don't want to have. I don't want to pity him like I would the tall man through doors. So okay, just straight up yes or no here. I'll give you. A, I'll give I'm going to look like a monster. Is I'll, what you're going I'll to? I'll give try you a straight up yes I or no. I don't want to be a monster. You do, in fact. <laughs> you shouldn't have drinking that secret tonic from the flask in jolly old London town. Ah, okay. But uh, I turn into Mr. Hyde. You do. I turn into Sebastian Bach. <laughs> <laughs> um, could you date a guy that was shorter than you? Yes or no? Yeah. 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 Okay. See, that wasn't so hard. You're not yeah. a monster. Okay. Some five three guys are wiping his brow now. <laughs> Everything's good. Sorry, buddy. Not on the market. Everything's good, this- fellow fellow Italian dude. <laughs> We're not known for being a tall people, is what I'm I saying. I guess not. I guess not. I was going to say, this meat is no longer on the shelf, I guess. The meat shelf. The meat shelf. Where you keep all your meat. This This duck isn't hanging up in the window anymore. Yes, in the Chinatown where you live. <laughs> Charleston Chinatown. I guess I guess if I'm going with Appalachian stereotypes, what would it be? This uh this piece of this this deer is no longer in the middle of the road. In the middle to get of the road hit <laughs> or shot. You, you know deer live in places that aren't in the middle of the road, right? That's where I always see them is in the middle of the road. Really? You don't spend a lot of time in, in forested areas? Okay, whatever. This dough is done. <laughs> she done did. Okay. Anyway. Well, uh Ran, that is that is incredibly gracious and bold of you <laughs> to answer that hypothetical in in the in the uh most warm and accepting way possible, but I have to ask, why are we doing this podcast this week? All right. So, I just come home from my counting house. I was chilling out by the fireplace when suddenly the ghost of my old business partner showed up. He was rattling some chains. He was being a real dick about it. No, two chains. <laughs> right, my business partner, two chains. He goes, he came up. He was like, hey, what's up? I'm back from the afterlife to let you know you have to podcast or else you'll end up with all of these chains like me. All two of them. (laughs) Yeah, but they're really big chains, though, like boat chains. Boat (laughs) chains. Like the the kind that they're using at the beginning of Les Miserables. That's the kind of chains he's got. I just assumed it was when when a yacht wants to look really dope. (laughs) (laughs) Or like it's like Mr. T. If you pay a boat more, they'll put on more chains. They were golden boat chains. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't specify. You left that open to my interpretation. 
anyway, so he shook him at me and he was like, this is scary. Boo. And then he peaced out. So we got a, we got a podcast or else I'm going to get chained up when I die. I don't want to do it. Okay. Well then I guess that makes this episode 17 of government mandated podcast. Government mandated podcast is a podcast being made to avoid jail time and to avoid the grim specter of a life wasted staring you down <laughs> like the barrel of a gun yep. of eternity. <laughs> Our podcast has gotten to the age where it's reading about, you know, it's reading about some stuff and it's thinking about some things and it comes up to you at dinner one day and says, you know what? Communism doesn't seem like that bad of an idea. <laughs> In theory. <laughs> Are you talking about 17-year-old RJ? Because <laughs> I feel like you're taking some, some low shots. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm taking some low shots at a bunch of 17-year-old boys okay. I've known in my life. Fair, fair. Uh, this 17-year-old podcast just rolls up to the table. He's like, you know what? I think smoking's so cool, you guys. <laughs> He puts on a pair of dark sunglasses indoor at night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, RJ, that's enough rigmarole. I need you to tell me what you haven't been telling me. Um. Well, what I haven't been telling you is that I was talking to a guy about Tinder recently. <laughs> you know. Is this a person I know? Should I should I get my judgment glasses on? No, no. This is a this is a person that I regularly encounter in a grocery store. Okay. And uh, I I just uh, want to let you know right now, up front, I do not have a Tinder. I don't know anything about Tinder. Right. But I saw him playing on his phone, and I said to him, oh, get off of Tinder. And, you know, <laughs> I was giving him the business. Right, as you do. Yeah, I said, get off of Tinder and, you know, ring me up or whatever. And... uh this isn't somebody you know. You sound hyper aggressive. Uh, oh, I know. Right I sound like a real dick. Like <laughs> I should stress that I know this guy. Like I, I've seen this guy every day for, uh, or every work day for I don't know five years, four yeah. years. Anyway, but uh, and he looked back at me and he said, "What?" <laughs> and this was the amazing thing about this encounter was he did not know what Tinder was. He had never heard of what? Tinder. He's he, about he's about my age. Okay, I was gonna, I was just about to say, is he older than us? No, he is not. He is not some old fogey mm-hmm. where I could they understand. Could understand why there's no Tinder in his life. Yeah, back in his day, it was just like you walked up to a fine girl you knew and you just rattled your chains and offered her <laughs> offered her a a sample of your finest snuff and. <laughs> And then if she rattle, s- rattle, rattle, <laughs> rattle. Hmm? <laughs> and then if she accepted, you took a turn about the grounds. <laughs> and then you asked her father if you could marry her. <laughs> and then maybe if you were lucky after that, maybe Shit. you'd kiss. <laughs> oh man. Courtship was so hard when we were young. Uh. <laughs> yeah, there was none of this swiping. <laughs> But uh, okay, so but he no, didn't know he had, what Tinder was. yeah, he'd never heard of Tinder, which kind of blew my mind a little bit. But then um, after I told him what Tinder was, he was like, "I gotta uh, download that shit immediately." Um, no, he was like, "Oh, okay, it's a dating like like plenty of fish." Okay. And then I felt like the old guy for a minute because I was like, "What is plenty of fish? I have never heard of plenty of fish." 
that immediately makes me think of that Motown song, you know? It's like, two men fish in the sea, yeah, two men fish in the sea. <laughs> I mean, they're short ones, tall ones, fine ones, kind ones, two men fish in the sea. And some of those tall ones are cursed to walk a world that is not <laughs> to their to their uh, uh, c- comfort, That's as true. are some of the short ones. That's and true. those ones Rand wants nothing to do with. <laughs> but I uh, only want the fine and kind ones. Mm-hmm, Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, plenty of fish. And I didn't know this. It's a it's another dating app that is not nearly as popular as Tinder. Mm. It bills itself as like the super free one. It's oh. so free. <laughs> the free one. Gotcha. Yeah. The one that you don't got to pay for. But I don't. Yeah. Yeah. And let me be clear. It is the payment free one, not the one with the most freedom. <laughs> <laughs> because I went and read up on it. And apparently it's like it's got some uh, some very judgy overtones about oh, its yeah? dating. Like uh, it's got a rule that's like. I guess if there's uh, 14 years or more between you and the person you're trying to message, uh-huh. you'll get a little message in your inbox that's like, yo, you have no business messaging, <laughs> messaging that person. Stop that's, being a creep. That's kind of great, actually. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It's not It's not, not great, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm not about kink shaming. Like... <laughs> Like, I don't know. But still, like, I don't know. It's weird to have some digital man, (laughs) some digital robot man uh, judging you. That's true. That's that's funny, though. So, okay, so he's on plenty of fish. Well, then also, especially, yeah, he's on plenty of fish. Well, especially after you get to a certain age bracket, and it's just kind of like, dude, come on. What's what's the the difference? younger partner is, like, at least... 30 it yeah. ceases to be really a big thing yeah if you're, you. if you're 30 and she's like 45 like yeah who cares yeah but uh yeah he was on plenty of fish and i felt like the old man for not knowing what that was <laughs> so i had to go research it and then it turns out that i'm not an old man that it's I, just not popular it's just not as popular and it's uh some outmoded canadian based app <laughs> that's funny but uh what haven't you been telling me this week, Rand? Okay. I'm I'm going down the path of, of social thought today. Okay? Social as in just interacting with other humans, not like... Not like an SJW that's just making well, it so hard for people to get out there and say really shitty things. <laughs> yeah, not like that. Don't they understand um, how the First Amendment works, Rand? The First Amendment allows the government to not censor what you say. It doesn't allow you to say whatever you want without anyone getting offended by it. There you go. That's what I mean to say. Anywho. Sheesh. Way to take that bit and run with it. Comedy gold. (laughs) Sorry. You got under my skin a little bit. Let me talk about being awkward at work, all right? Please, please. That's what I was going into. Okay, sorry. Okay. So if you work in an office building, there is um, a common thing that happens to you, I believe, when you see someone in a hallway that you know, you see them every single day, but then maybe you don't actually know their name, or maybe you don't know exactly where they work in the building, you just see them around getting water at the water fountain, and then you have to, like, do the, like, 
polite nod or the, oh, hey, how are you doing? To which you respond, oh, I'm fine, thanks. And then you each keep on walking and then you kick yourself as you walk away because you're like, why am I talking like this? Why am I a robot person? (laughs) I say the same thing to everybody. Here's what I did the other day at work. At In le- this vein. Okay, at least, I have to say, at least you didn't do that thing that I do sometimes, where somebody says, hello, b- beautiful day, and you respond with like, fine, thanks for asking, how are you? <laughs> You're so ready for that first one. This is kind of in that vein. Okay. This is what I did. Uh, I was at the ice machine in our break, break room getting ice. Uh there was a person behind me in line for the ice machine who I actually do know. I know her name. I know where she works. And I, in fact, see her every day. Uh, was it Killer Frost? No. It wasn't Killer Frost. I'm sorry. No, she doesn't need to go to an ice machine. Yeah, what got, am I she, thinking? She take care of that shit herself. She's like, oh, my Pepsi's cold. Oh, I'm going to murder this Pepsi. <laughs> Killer Frost and her fucking Pepsi. I think she's so fucking cool. <laughs> and Pepsi is okay, apparently. <laughs> Anyway, so I turn around. She says, oh, hey, good morning. I say, thank you, and walk (laughs) away. (laughs) Good morning. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Right. So I take like a couple steps. I turn into the hallway, and then I'm immediately thinking, what the fuck am I thanking her for? Acknowledging me? Yes, (laughs) as is my due. Thank you. It is a good morning. I am your fucking lunchroom queen, I guess. Thank you, my adoring subjects. I don't know. Maybe you thought uh, she made the morning good. (laughs) Like, like Killer Frost walked in and she was like, it is a good morning. And you were like, why, thank you. It is now. (laughs) Killer Frost, you really just made it. Great to be around you. It was just. By the way, when you see this woman Monday, you have to think in your head, Killer, Killer Frost. Frost, and um, you're going to, and and she's going to say hello, how are you, and you're just going to start laughing because you'll be thinking of her like impaling a Pepsi Max with a with an icicle. Yes, that would be hilarious. So I was I, that got me thinking about the little like politeness things you do when you see somebody that you kind of know but you're not really familiar with. Because where I work, I do that a lot. I don't actually know people's names, or maybe I'm not entirely sure that that's their name. I think it might be. They might be Arlene, but I'm not entirely sure that that's Arlene, (laughs) but it might be Arlene. So instead of saying, good morning, Arlene, or anything like that, I just do the little fucking wave, and I'm like, hi. And they do the same thing, because they don't know my name either. They're like, hey, good morning. I think the there's a real problem with commitment then. I think I think both of you, you and the receiver have to just lean in and, and just <laughs> maybe maybe you're gonna take a few on the chin, but you gotta lean in and be like, Hey Arlene and, and she's gonna be, be like, like, My name's Jennifer. Yeah. And you'll be like, Fuck But <laughs> you'd learn something. I would learn something. Or you could do the thing uh I do sometimes when I don't know somebody's name, uh, and I'm actually taking the effort to try to learn it, which is I will immediately apologize. I'll be like, I'm sorry, I don't I don't think I caught your name. 
or <laughs> oh i'm sorry i feel like a jerk i see you all the time uh what's your name you know like yes, you pull one of those i've been working for this place for eight years yeah <laughs> i know well, that's why you got to preface it with like, I'm sorry, I know I'm a jerk. and this, I'm a human monster. Yeah, this is a real monster move, but. <laughs> or you do that other thing that you can do, which is uh, you lean over to somebody else and go, hey, what's Killer Frost's real name? What is Killer Frost's real name? Uh, I want to say like Whitney something. Okay. Gosh. Was she? No, I'm thinking of... Uh... I'm thinking of Livewire from the uh, Superman TV show, the animated one. Yeah, the, the shock jock <laughs> yes, lady. The DJ. Anyway, her name's probably like Whitney Frost or something. Like her <laughs> last name's probably already Frost. Oh, uh, Whitney Frost is a that's a Marvel character. Mm-hmm. I trust you to know all this. That's a uh, Madame Mask. Oh it? well. Yeah. But uh, let me see real quick. <laughs> You're like, I gotta find this out. I gotta find out what Killer Frost's real name is right now. <laughs> um, Killer Frost has been three different, three different women. Dang. There's, I guess, the uh, the seventies Killer Frost, whose name was Crystal Frost. I knew, fucking knew it. <laughs> there was the eighties Killer Frost, who was named Louise Lincoln. <laughs> The party of Lincoln was a murderous snow villain. Um, and then there's the modern uh, Killer Frost in 2013, and that is Caitlin Snow. What the fuck, man? Why don't you just be like, I'm a snow person, bad villain lady, my, <laughs> my name. Well, it's like, we all understand that if you're a regular dude in comics named Otto Octavius, you're going to wind <laughs> up with eight of something. Like that's gonna happen, <laughs> but the thing is, is that that dude was created. Uh oh, what sixties? Yeah, yeah. I would he's, think. He's, Don't look it up. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I'm just saying he's he's got some time <laughs> on him. If you name a character Caitlin Snow in 2013, in 2013 yeah. she had better not get fucking snow powers. <laughs> nope, she's gonna get exactly that. Exactly <laughs> snow powers. <laughs> It's Ugh. like it's like if they uh introduced uh Wally West to take up the mantle of Flash and they were like, What's this character's alter ego? Uh Jimmy Feets. Jimmy Feets <laughs> Jimmy Feets was a well known track and field athlete until one day he got struck by a bolt of five hour energy. <laughs> Jimmy Feets. <laughs> he also could have been a superhero that was all about kicking, though. Oh, that's very true. Like, like a seventies, like I learned kung fu hero. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of those out there. Is that your Keanu Reeves impression? Yeah, because it was excellent. I mean, you were transported, weren't you? Mm-hmm. I was. So you were like, oh my god, it's it, it's this, like I'm watching Point Break. This steak right now. tastes so much like a steak. <laughs> It's like Bill and Ted up in here. Um, okay, well, I think we should probably take a commercial break yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe we just won't come back. Yeah. You'll have to you'll have to stay tuned to find out. Yeah. Or you could look at how long this episode is. Shh. It's that much silence. Fuck you. New from Sandwich Boy. You've heard of a BLT, but have you heard of a belt? 
That's a bacon, egg, lettuce, and tomato. Or maybe a blat. That's a bacon, lettuce, avocado, and tomato. Try our new spell your own sandwich menu. Just spell out your preferred sandwich. Try a bloat. That's a bacon, lettuce, onion, avocado, and tomato. Or maybe a black. That's a bacon, lettuce, avocado, cheese, and kale. We've got everything in our kitchen. We dare you to try and stump us. Try a blue. That's a bacon, lettuce, and uncooked eggs. How about a blitz? That's a bacon, lettuce, ice cream, tomato, and zucchini. What about a blonde? That's bacon, lettuce, onion, nectarine, and dumpling, and egg. So bring your dictionary to your nearest Sandwich Boy location and let us show you how to spell lunch. RJ's doing a lot of uh, sign language to get me to shut up so that we can come back in from break. <laughs> He's making a little gun out of his hand and then shaking it at me slightly like he was flicking a drop of water off of it. <laughs> that's my <laughs> that's my talkie gun. It's like, I'm ready to get going now. <laughs> get along now, <laughs> little podcasty. Anyway, sorry, I am poking fun at my husband, as is my right. It's true. And in fact, it is my duty. Anyway, uh, welcome back from commercials, everybody. Yes. RJ, do you want to play a game? I I feel I must. You, you, yeah, that's actually how the format of the show goes. Oh, okay. You say, yes, I would like to play this game, and then we play uh, a game. <laughs> yes, I would love to play this game. Let's play this game. Thank you for your enthusiasm. <laughs> All right. Is this the real life, or is this just fantasy? Okay, that's, that's a great song. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes more sense. Playing. Yeah, now how does this game work for people who haven't uh, listened to the show or an episode that features this game? This particular yeah. game? Uh, I've got a bunch of things listed here. I'm going to ask RJ whether or not they're from fantasy slash science fiction novels or if they are from real life. Yes, and I will be very good at this one. Mm -hmm. Ever since I spent that time aboard the Event Horizon with Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> and Sam Neill, and uh, we learned that, that the quickest distance between two points is not, in fact, a straight line, but to bend time-space and make that point the same point. You're making a wrinkle in time. Yeah. If you will. Uh-huh. <laughs> is that a book you referenced this week? Did you just give me a hint? No. Oh. I have not put anything from a Wrinkle in Time series in in this game. Damn, I was hoping. Yet. Maybe in the future I will. Maybe in the future I won't. You don't know. Those books are very good, though. Backing off. All right. RJ, I want you to tell me about the Faistos disc. The Faistos disc? No. Disc? Faistos. Faistos. Yes. Disc. I might be pronouncing that poorly. I don't give a shit. RJ, tell me about the Faistos disc. Okay, the Faistos disc. It is a, uh, it is a free CD-ROM <laughs> of infinite power <laughs> given to you by the Egyptian god Anubis <laughs> to allow you to travel between this world and the afterlife. Uh, I'm going to say fantasy. Fantasy. A, a disc from Anubis. A CD-ROM, excuse me. Yes, a CD-ROM. <laughs> that allows me to travel to the afterlife. He loves AOL. Mm -hmm. RJ, I'm sorry. 
The Phaistos disc is a real thing. Aww. Uh, it is a disc of fired clay from the from the Minoan palace of Phaistos on the island of Crete. Uh, it possibly dates to the Minoan Bronze Age, and it is covered with mysterious symbols that nobody knows what it means. I'm going to show RJ a picture of it now because I think he should see these sweet uh, emoji that are all over this thing. All right, let's see these ancient times emojis. Oh. That's crude. <laughs> are you are you knocking the artistry of the ancient <laughs> Minoan culture? I'm saying they need to stop putting eggplant raindrops <laughs> middle finger all over their pottery. <laughs> it's crass. No, Did you see uh, the guy with the sweet mohawk on there? Yeah, it's like it's like a <laughs> Trojan broom helmet, yep. bird, shield, uh mop bucket. <laughs> And then a bird came with a waffle and gave it to the soldier. <laughs> Done. It's a good story. I'm glad they they made the they fired a clay disc to tell us about that bird mop bucket soldier. All right, are you ready for the next one? I guess I need to be. I got up my game. Missed the first one. Yep, you missed the first one. You've done very well at this game in the past, so now you have a reputation to live up to. <laughs> I'm I'm no franchise player. Don't look at me like LeBron. I'm I don't know Sam Cassell, if anything. That's a reference I get. Nope. Yep. <laughs> and this isn't the 1992 NBA Finals. So. No, I guess it's not. Is that 92? God, I don't even remember. Rockets 95. Anyway. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. I don't know your shit. Sportos. <laughs> tell, tell Ray on Twitter. I don't want to hear that shit. You get at Upscale Hobo with all your sports knowledge. All right? Okay, so what's what's this next one? Uh, an altimeter. An altimeter. 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 Again, altimeter. If, I'm, if I'm mispronouncing, I don't give a shit. I, I like... I like this uh, measurement device because it's the only measurement device that I can say in order to get into a good butthead impression. <laughs> hey, Bevis, go get the altimeter. <laughs> it could be altheometer. <laughs> I mean, that could be, but I'm saying altimeter. Yeah, that's probably more correct. But uh, um, an altimeter, obviously, to me, is a, is a measurement device. Yeah. And it measures uh, the quality of an episode of the TV show Alf. <laughs> it's like how many good, how many good quips does that puppet have for us this week? Do we learn some lessons? How many cats? How many cats does he? Eat? Yeah, let's find out. <laughs> celebrity, celebrity puppets. Did they eat cats? How many cats did they eat? Let's find out. Oh, that was really fucking like nerdy ass reference just now. Yeah, it was. Anyway, um, but I'm going to say the altimeter is a. I'm going to say it's a fantasy thing. Fantasy thing. Yeah. Well, that is a good guess because it is indeed a fantasy thing. Woo! It's not about Alf episodes though. Does it? Does it detect ghosts? Uh no no actually this is from the His Dark Materials series. Oh yeah, the City of Bone. Yeah, that thing. Um, this is. You remember the movie The Golden Compass? This is the titular Golden Compass. Oh okay, I'm I'm confusing my cities. My uh, 
uh, young adult series then. Right. Uh, this is a, a device that looks like a compass. And instead of having directions on it, it's got little uh, pictures. And the things point to the pictures to indicate whether or not someone is lying to you. Hmm. Well, this is good to know in case you ever start messing around with Tinder or plenty of fish. Oh, dating. Oh, marriage. Oh, dating sounds terrible, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, God, I'm so glad I'm not dating anymore. Married is the best. I know. I don't want to get on an app and do things. I'm an old lady now. Do you hear me? That sounds like a nightmare. Thank okay. God there was no such thing as sexting when I was dating. God damn it. Yeah. Now, now these days, if I want to get everything. It took too long to type out what you wanted on your cell phone because you had to hold oh, down the yeah. button. Oh, yeah. You had the number. You had to type via the number pad. And a kids, T9, it was a nightmare. T9 texting. T9. Yeah. Whatever it was. You yeah. didn't write long, drawn out things. No. You didn't talk about your, um, you know, your red raging eggplants. You didn't send them uh, Roman broom helmet bird waffle <laughs> mop bucket right and the picture quality when you took a picture with your phone it was so crappy you couldn't oh, tell what trash. it was yeah it's like is this somebody's genitals or not is this a pancake what's going on <laughs> <laughs> uh, if only uh okay so what's what's the next one ran okay next one the alm plant the alm 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 Okay, can you spell that, please? <laughs> and can I get it used in a sentence? And can I get... Uh, okay, on the side of the road, they saw a bunch of alm plant. Mm. And can I get a... A-U-M. Okay, and can I get a uh, book of origin? <laughs> oh, you, you're, uh, <laughs> you're throwing down already, huh? <laughs> no, uh, let's see. No, no, I was, I was trying to sneak one by you. Ah, okay. I was trying to pull real duck season, wabbit season on you. Oh, I see. I but, see. Uh, okay. Yeah, an alm, alm plant. Alm. 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 I feel like we're saying the same thing. <laughs> but uh, an alm plant is uh, a plant used to make a tincture of immortality. Ooh. ooh. Uh, that has to be mixed with uh, a Red Bull and vodka <laughs> to take effect. <laughs> you take the mortar and the pestle, you smoosh that plant up. Smoosh it. Yep. You take uh, one part Red Bull to six parts vodka. <laughs> you put it in a... That seems like a lot of vodka to you, me. You put it in a, in a waterproofed Ed Hardy beanie and then you mm-hmm. shake it up. That seems perfect. And enjoy. That's the only way to enjoy life. But uh, I'm going to say that this plant is a fantasy plant. You're right. It is a fantasy plant. I don't have a lot of description on it. It's just uh, it's a healing plant from the Sword of Truth series. Maybe the worst s- series. Oh. <laughs> I'm saying I, that because it's very right wing. Oh, uh, um, okay. I felt like you were taking a jab at uh, someone in particular that you and I know that really likes those. Oh, no, I'm not taking a jab at him. I just don't like the writing of the book. Is it the intelligence behind her eyes? That is that book. Yes, <laughs> it is that book. <laughs> he, he looked at a woman at one point, and what attracted to him to her was the intelligence behind mm-hmm. her eyes, which is unusual because usually when he whip, looks at women, they just look like empty-eyed vessels yeah. for 
I don't know. There's a lot of like uh 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 the the female main character is is powerful because of like a a virginal uh power she's got that as long as nobody touches her she's got this power. Um uh, there's a lot of communities in the I've read more than one of these and and the as they go on they get more and more right wing with the communities in the book. Like there's a there's a community of people where some some of the people were being oppressed by the other people, so the oppressed ones got in power, and now they are the ones doing the oppressing, and it's all very... And and then the ones yeah. who used to be in power are just like, well, actually, all lives matter. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of exactly <laughs> like that. It's kind of exactly like that, so I stopped reading that series because I couldn't take it. Uh, fair. That and the fucking main character, main character boy, he has like a certain like limit put on his power. Like, he can't eat meat or something i can't remember exactly what it was but then like in the last book i read he was like you know what if i just try hard enough i can overcome whatever the magic system says i have to do for my power and i was like you know what i'm done with this shit i'm done with it it's like the author decided later that that was too lame for him to have his main character doing if i just grit my teeth hard enough i can fucking lift this thing despite the kryptonite i don't care yeah it was it ain't my fave yeah. Okay. So moving on. What do you got? Mm-hmm. Uh, RJ, I want you to tell me about Jackson's Hole. That's Jackson's Hole. W H O L E. Oh. Jackson's Hole. Okay. Well, that really detracts <laughs> from the joke I was just about to make. <laughs> and, and let me tell you, I definitely could have told you a thing or two about Jackson's Hole. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. But I'm. Changing. It's getting steamy in here. But um. No, um, let's see. Jackson's Hole is, uh, it is a loaf of 21 (laughs) grain specialty bread, full organic, no GMOs, made to keep you super regular. And I'm going to say this is a real life thing. That's a good guess. I like that idea. Somebody should make that bread if they haven't already. Um, but no, it's actually from a sci-fi oh, series. Shame. All right. Uh, Jackson's Hole is a planet in the science fiction series, the Vorkosigan Saga. Uh, its name comes from Jackson's Hole, H-O-L-E, a valley in Wyoming. Uh, originally a hijacker base, Jackson's Hole evolved into a government by a series of interlocking crime syndicates known as the House's Major and Minor. Uh, it is ultra-capitalism at work. People are only valued by their usefulness, and there are no rights except those that one can purchase. Now, what was the name of this book series again? I'm sorry. The Vorkosigan Saga. Okay. That is a, I, what I have read. Now, I heard every word you said. Uh-huh. You know, capitalism, only as good as where uh, what you're worth to people, uh-huh. in full effect. But after you said Vorkosigan, I checked out for a second because all I could hear was the Corsigan brothers. <laughs> And I started thinking of the Cheech and Chong Corsican brothers specifically. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? No. Oh. I've not seen any Cheech and Chong bits. Well, yeah, you can miss some of them, but okay. But uh, I think they're pretty, pretty. They're, Here's they're what still, I they hold up. They are. Some of them hold up. Here's what I imagine they are. Hey, we enjoy smoking marijuana. Yes, we do. This then this is me miming smoking marijuana in front of RJ. 
that's what that was. And let let the record show that her miming smoking <laughs> marijuana looks nothing like smoking <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> like it looks like I don't know if Groucho Marx wanted to eat a hot dog. <laughs> like it's well, what if he does? <laughs> I can't blame him. We all enjoy a good Frankfurter every now and again. Okay, what is the last last one? one? Last one. Last one. Zenobia. Okay, Zenobia. When you call something Zenobia, obviously first thing that comes to mind is that it's like sci-fi fantasy mm-hmm. realm, planet, otherworldly type stuff. But it also sounds vaguely like the word xenophobe, so I wouldn't want to name a place. <laughs> I wouldn't want to name a place that, place that but I'm going to... Because, uh, I mean, I'm just saying, it doesn't seem like if you name a place something that sounds like xenophobe, I don't think you're going to get a lot of tourism. That's going to kill your tourism industry dead. That's true. Nobody wants to come to Xenophobe. Yeah, I don't care how good your chocolates are. <laughs> I don't care how uh, nude your beaches are. I don't care how chocolatey and nude your beaches are. Nobody's going to want to come there. Okay, so your guess is... I'm going to say it is a real-life thing. A real-life thing? A real-life thing, Alex. It is a real-life thing. Good job. Whew. Whew, Not through. a place, though. Yeah? Really? <clears throat> Zenobia was a 3rd century queen of the Palmyrian Empire in Syria who led a famous revolt against the Roman Empire. Uh, she took over Egypt and kicked out the prefect who was there, and then she was defeated by the Roman Emperor Aurelian in 271. And once she established her new empire... How much nudity was on their beaches? I, assume, I ask for a friend. I assume full on mm-hmm. nudity. She was rocking it out in Egypt. Like, you know, I'm taking a nice day trip to Alexandria. Mm. I'm going to take that sarong off, let it whip in the breeze, and then <laughs> toss it behind me for my retainers to catch while I go run into the Alexandrian Ocean. It sounds wonderful. Follow up question, if yes. I may. Yes. Um, how decadent were her chocolates also? Uh, I. She lived in a desert, so my guess is not very good. Ooh, chocolates those were, those were very melty. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, 50 50. It's yeah. not too bad. Well, Our, that's three out of five. I managed yeah. to uh, squeak by with squeak the better by part. with a, just barely a win. I think now, though, that we owe our fucking corporate overlords a commercial break. Hail corporate overlords. Hey, how you doing? I'm Carl. Tooth fairy. You got nasty teeth, I can fix them up for you. Fly into your mouth while you're sleeping. Don't worry, I'm real small. I went to Tooth Fairy trade school, so I know my way around some tartar. Anyway, I got the tools from the trade. Deal with whatever you might need. Widening, plaque removal, brace adjustment root canal tooth trolls I got them all just leave my fee under the pillow I'm Carl the tooth fairy I'll fix your teeth at night and we are back I hope you enjoyed those products and uh, you have taken them taken them from the warehouse Yes. Gone out into the world and sold them Avon style, door to door, because you believe in them that yeah. much. Also, you've already paid for it, so at this point you have to unload this shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
It's we 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 work strictly on commission. Yep. You're not salaried. Get out there and hoof the pavement. Okay, so Ran, I have a game for you today. What game is it, RJ? It's a little something called Know Your Google. Oh, the old fave. Yeah, now for people who haven't heard this uh, installment or this segment, what we do here is I'm going to ask Rayanne a series of interrelated questions uh, about a bunch of Google searches that I've done around a a certain theme. And I'm going to ask Rayanne uh, a question about what pops up when I run that through Google. Yeah, it'll Um, be fun. I promise. I do very poorly at these. I don't know. I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna do very well at this one because I have tailored it to you uh, to an extent. First <laughs> off, uh, this week we are doing exclusively images. It's the all image search Google search. Oh. Uh, know your Google, and the topic for this one is something I know is very important to you. Okay. Um, we're doing dinosaurs. Oh, you know me. Uh, I figure if nothing else, this will give you a prime opportunity to just talk about dinosaurs, I do love dinosaurs and flex dude. flex a little dino knowledge. Just pull out your big old Jurassic dick and just smack people with not it. Not exactly dinosaurs. Auditorially. But not exactly dinosaurs, but uh, dinosaur adjacent, uh, extinct extinct mammals. Uh-huh. Okay. They're thinking now. You think of a Smilodon, all right? Sure. Saber-toothed tiger. Mm-hmm. You think of its big old teeth hanging up out of its mouth. They think now. That they had, like, big droopy lips that went down and covered those things. Oh, jeez. I can't imagine the kind of, like, jowl rag you would have to have. <laughs> just imagine, though. Just imagine that in your mind. No longer the fearsome tooth hanging out of its mouth. No longer snarling giant canines at you. Here it comes, slobbering all <laughs> over the ferns. Here it comes, its big jowly lips smacking you in the face. Oh man, those those Beethoven prequels are going to be amazing. <laughs> okay, anyway. so first up in Know Your Google Dinosaur Edition, yes, we have the I don't know the king of the dinosaurs. We'll say okay. We are have, we talking about uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex? We do have Tyrannosaurus Rex. I laid into that Saurus for some reason. You did the Tyrant Lizard King. Uh, now when I run Tyrannosaurus Rex through Google image search. Yeah. In the top 10 results for T-Rex, how many skeletons of T-Rex Ooh. do I get? Okay. As as you as you and I both know, a complete T-Rex skeleton is sort of like it's like It's pretty rare. Yeah, it's pretty rare. It's pretty big deal. It's like mm-hmm. I won't say a holy grail cuz there's, you know, more than one, but if you get one, that's a big oh deal. Oh boy, that's you can you can make some money. T-Rex is probably the most popular dinosaur, uh, especially among people who who don't think about dinosaurs that often. That's one everybody knows. You could go anywhere and be like, you know T-Rex? And they're like, oh yeah, T-Rex. I know that motherfucker. So He's the one that looks like a dinosaur. Like yeah, when people just think of... Well, there's one of two things you think of yeah. when you think of a dinosaur. You think of a T-Rex yeah. or you think of some sort of sauropod. Mm-hmm. Long neck, long tail. Four, four legs in the middle. Okay. So, T-Rex, how many skeletons mm-hmm. do we observe? I'm thinking because T-Rex is like the most popular dinosaur, you're getting a lot of T-Rex um, on things. You're getting a lot of T-Rex on skateboard. You're getting a lot of T-Rex on sweatshirt. You're getting a lot of T-Rex maybe on a purse, maybe on a necklace. 
I might have had a necklace with a T-Rex on it at one point in time. Um, how many skeletons? Out of the top how, how many? Uh, out of the top ten. Out of the top ten. I will say zero. They're all cartoon T-Rexes or science drawings. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Dang. The correct answer is one skeleton. Damn. You you were you were right in that most of it is uh rendered art. Although one of them's a pretty cool like real life sculpture, which is pretty neat. Oh yeah. Um but in particular, the second result that pops up is oh man. It is so the T Rex from every every art of my youth. Like I think I had a puzzle of this exact T Rex. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, standing up, tail standing up in a bad posture. Yeah, tail way too close to the ground. Yep, yep. Okay, so uh, moving on in Know Your Google Dinosaur Edition. Dinosaur DNA. We have the Brontosaurus. Aha, uh-huh. Brontosaurus. Yes. Was not real. Now it is again, if I remember correctly. Yes, it is. It has become its own distinct, uh, distinct from a patasaurus, yes. which was it, it was originally confused with. Hi, I've got my nerd glasses on, super hard right now. Yes, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's still some debate. Like certain scientists in the community, I guess, are still like, uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> no, uh. Anyway. Okay, but uh, is it scientists or is it like Pluto Bros? <laughs> Pluto Bros. People who just can't accept that a thing isn't a thing anymore. Okay, now in the top ten results of the Brontosaurus search. Yes. How many of the pictures are of Littlefoot from the land before time? (laughs) Oh, man, Littlefoot. I always wanted that stuffed Littlefoot, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I remember when I was a child... And that movie came out, and there was that stuffed little foot. There was, like, a bin of them at, like, hills. And I wanted one so bad, but I never did have one. And there were also, I, I can remember, there were puppets uh, yes, that you could get pizza at Pizza Hut. Hut puppets. Yeah, if you if you got, like, a personal pan pizza yes. or something. I, ha- I 100% had a ducky puppet, and uh, I later got a Petri puppet. Ducky is a good one to have. I do yeah, love if you're if you're not gonna have if you're not gonna have Littlefoot, I think Ducky's, Ducky's pretty top notch. Ducky's fucking great, and Petrie also fucking great. Ducky and Petrie, probably my favorite part of the movie as an adult person. When was the last time you saw The Land Before Time? Oh god! When was the last time you saw The Land Before Time? Uh, fifteen. I was so affronted when those when the new Land Before Time started coming out, the like sequels, uh huh, with the songs in them because there's one thing i know about you is that you hate musicals they were shitty songs though <laughs> shitty fucking songs. it so, was too much for kids so it if sarah fun. started rapping about being in the room where it happened <laughs> you'd be all about that yes i think i would but no these were shitty fucking songs it was like they had a, there was one where they met a baby t-rex and that they got stuck on the other side of like an ocean anyway it doesn't matter how many little foots are there? How many little feetses are there? Yes, in the top ten results. Wally Feets. Um Jimmy Feets, that's what it was. How many Jimmy Feets? <laughs> yep, Jimmy Feets. <laughs> uh at least two. Two Jimmy Feets. I'm sorry, there are zero. 
Littlefoot's in the top 10 results that of the Brontosaurus. And a front. Yeah, most of it is uh, some straight up great 80s art. Mm-hmm. Again, I feel like this is something I totally had like a poster of. Oh, yeah. Oh, his tail's dragging the ground. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It's taking me back. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next up in Know Your Google Dinosaur Edition. Yes. We have the Velociraptor. Uh-huh. A uh, very popular dinosaur in recent years, yes. thanks to uh, the massic, massive success of Jurassic Park. Uh, Here's something you've probably already heard. They weren't that fucking big. Yeah, they are tiny little, tiny little hollow-boned bird yep. dinosaurs. Yep. And uh, speaking of bird dinosaurs, um, in the top ten results for Velociraptor, how many of them have feathers? The top ten? Yes, the top ten. Okay. I feel like all the paleo art I see these days um, is very pro feathers. They like to put some exciting plumage on the velociraptors, on the T-Rexes, which I'm 100% for. Uh, Let's see. I'm going to say 7 out of 10. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. There are, in fact, only... Three out of ten. Oh, that's garbage. Uh, with feathers. Don't perpetuate the myth that Velociraptors did not, have, in fact, have feathers. Don't follow the Jurassic World model of ignoring the facts. <laughs> Ran walks into the Jurassic PI office. <laughs> Noir lighting everywhere. <laughs> Says, just the facts, man. Yeah. Uh, these velociraptors are lacking in feathers. I think this case is solved. Smash. <laughs> I was going to actually smash the table. I decided not to for your ears, listener. Yeah, that's not great audio. <laughs> okay, so next up in Know Your Google Dinosaur Edition, mm-hmm. we have Parasaurolophus. Parasaurolophus. There's no F. There's a PH, is there not? Nope, not until the end. Okay. Parasaurolophus. Parasaurolophus. Yeah. All right, maybe I can say it wrong. I won't say that I'm oh, the best I had at been, pronunciating. I had been saying Parasaurolophus for so for many years. years. Yeah, Parasaurolophus. Okay. Anyway, go on. Uh, now, when I Google Parasaurolophus, mm-hmm. uh, this is a dinosaur. Uh, t- tell the tell the people about Parasaurolophus. All right, this guy, Parasaurolophus, uh, is a duck-billed dinosaur, an herbivore. Uh, it's got a large um, crest coming off the back of its head um that's the most distinguishing feature of it it's mm-hmm. got a very large the like, crest mm-hmm. it it it's kind of flat-headed until the back of its head and then there's a very long projection that comes out the back and some artists depict it just like a long thing coming off the back of their heads uh, but some artists like to put a fin between the end of that and the back of the neck so you've got this cool like large fan essentially Yes, and uh, another neat thing about Parasaurolophus is it would uh, alternate between walking on its hindquarters yeah. and walking on all fours. Yes. Now, when I googled this particular dinosaur, in the top ten, how many of them are portrayed on all fours? I feel like they like to feature the fact that duckbill dinosaurs could get on their back legs if they wanted to. Like to get up into a tree, to eat some tender leafy leaves or something. Or maybe just to be tall and see over the other fuckers that were there at the watering hole. I'm going to say, out of the top ten, 
Mm-hmm. Four of them are standing up on their hind legs. Four are standing or four are on all fours? Four are standing. So six are on all fours. Okay. I'm sorry. That is incorrect. Uh, it is, in fact, a straight-up 50-50 split. Ah. Sometimes, how appropriate. Sometimes it likes to walk on all fours, and sometimes it likes to be on two legs. Now, uh, Parasaurolophus, uh, now, if I'm not mistaken, is your favorite dinosaur. Yes. Your favorite dinosaur. The fact that I flubbed its pronunciation makes me feel like a monster. I'm so sorry. I just like its cool crest coming off the back of its head. Also, it probably made, like, a honking noise. Oh yeah, they've uh they've actually recreated the sound mm-hmm. Parasaurolophus makes by like recreating the crest and then pushing air through it. Yeah. You can actually hear the cry. Yeah, it's pretty neat. That is pretty neat. Okay, so uh, last but certainly not least. Pachycephalosaurus. Mm, good guess. Uh, uh Archaeopteryx. No. Uh, <laughs> you're trying to guess ones with big names. Oh wait, no. RJ's favorite. Ankylosaurus. It is, in fact, Ankylosaurus. <laughs> now, now, tell tell the tell the people a little something about my boy Ankylosaurus. All right, Ankylosaurus is uh is he's a guy that's all down on all fours. He looks kind of squat. Don't let that fool you. He's fucking huge. Uh, he's got a little head. He's got a big, wide body. He's got a big old tail with a club on the end of it, essentially made out of bone, and he's covered in armored plates. Which is why RJ loves it. Yes, he's like a walking tank of a dinosaur. Mm -hmm. Okay, now in the top 25 results for Ankylosaurus, Mm -hmm. Ankylosaurus, I see now I'm mispronouncing (laughs) uh, my favorite dinosaur's name. I I get used to a certain pronunciation they used to use when I was a kid, and then I hear modern paleontologists spitting stuff, and I'm like, oh God, have I been mispronouncing this whole time well i've said ankylosaurus for years and years and then docs i've watched they've said ankylosaurus and right it's like, mm, and then I'm like i don't know what to do now i don't trust you science man <laughs> i don't trust in your newfangled science um okay but in the top 25 results for ankylosaurus um which of the following does not show up okay a ankylosaurus really serving it to a tyrannosaurus by hitting him in the face with its tail okay uh, a children's coloring book, Ankylosaurus, uh, that's very cartoony and adorable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so cuddly. Yes. <laughs> uh, an Ankylosaurus uh, skull, uh, fossilized skull, and a Ankylosaurus built in Minecraft. <laughs> and I'm deciding what? Uh, which one does not appear in the top 25 results? Okay. I'm going to say the fossilized skull. The fossil skull. Everything else is a real deal. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. That does, in fact, appear in the top 25. The one that does not appear in the top 25 but is a real thing is the one built in Minecraft. Damn. Minecraft's so popular, I assumed somebody had made it. Was that your last Google uh, question? It was, and uh, this week in Know Your Google Dino Edition, you I have scored poorly. a goose egg yeah. on, on dinos. Uh, Here, let me tell you something fun, though. I got another dino fact. Are you guys ready? Rand's dino facts coming at you. <laughs> get on your get on your T-Rex skateboard, kids. Here's a dino fact for you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> ready your view masters <laughs> and set this podcast to synchronize. Okay. Uh, so, you know the Stegosaurus? Sure. 
that's the one that's got the little spikes on the end of its tail. Mm-hmm. Uh, those for a long time did not have a special name. They were just the spikes on the end of its tail. Uh, there was a Far Side cartoon uh, where somebody calls them a, you know, you know the Far Side, those pithy cartoons from back in the day. Uh, there's a bunch of cavemen together. They're showing a slideshow. They have these spikes come up. They call them the Thagomizer because they killed their friend Thag. Cut to the future. Scientists call these now the Thagomizers <laughs> because they are nerds, and I love it. Oh, far side nerd scientists. They must have had one of those far side a day calendars on their on their desk in the office. Oh, you know I had the far side uh, planner for school because I liked to feel like I was a smart asshole <laughs> while in science class. Fair. Okay, well, uh, I think we're going to take one last commercial break, and when we come back, we'll, uh, I don't know, think about some things to go out on. Yeah. Looking for the perfect new home for your growing family? Got a new career and want to improve your living situation? Contact Happy Life Realty for all your real estate needs. Check out this beautiful two-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath rancher with tons of modern updates to compensate for the grisly murder that took place just last month in the master bedroom. Comes with one acre of idyllic farmland. What a perfect place to raise a family. Or try this cozy two-bedroom, one-bath Tudor Located in a great school district with plenty of soundproofing in case there's too much screaming for some unforeseen reason. Also features a rustic fireplace with a hearth to gather your loved ones around on those cold evenings. Lastly, there's this gorgeous six-bedroom, three-bath plantation-style home with an incredible view and finished basement with extremely sturdy locks, built-in drainage, and a deep freezer for bulk meat storage. This home has several interested parties already, so act now if you wish to make an offer. Happy life, Realty, because your life matters. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed those products. I hope you enjoyed those commercials. I hope that you've enjoyed this overall program. Yeah. I hope uh I hope that you hope that we'll be back after we go to commercial because you're so excited to hear our voices again. Well, if you did hope that, your hope has been fulfilled cuz here we are, motherfuckers. Yep, we're floating on into your ears. Hope we're floats. Yeah, I was waiting for you to get to there. Um this is the end of the show part, the end of the show part, where we are at the end of the show. RJ, what do you want to go out on this week? Um, I want to, of course, take this opportunity to thank the listeners. Uh, you've stuck with us. You've, you know, listened to all our dino nerd outs. <laughs> you've, uh, I don't know, it's, it, it, it really does mean the world to me that anybody would listen to this because it's just an opportunity for Rand and I to talk to each other every week. And uh, talk about, I don't know, to just riff and just generally have a good time. So uh, if, if, it makes, if it makes someone else out there happy, 
then right. then we then we have accomplished something. We think we're very funny. We hope you do too. We want to share it with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can do that by giving us uh, getting on iTunes and downloading the episodes and subscribing. And of course, if you wanted to leave us a rate and review while you're there, that'd be great too. Uh, and if you're not on iTunes, you can pop over to Stitcher. You can pop on Google Play. We've got you covered. And, of course, uh, Ran, if people wanted to get a hold of us through other avenues, uh, how would they do that? Well, if you want to send the podcast an email, you can email the podcast at govmanpod at gmail.com. If you want to talk to the podcast on Twitter, you can get at govmanpod. And if you want to look at it on Facebook, you can get at facebook.com slash govmanpod. Frankly, there's not a lot going on on the Facebook. I haven't thought of any bad memes yet to put up. That's something <laughs> I've been thinking about doing. But I have to. I would have to dedicate time to finding bad memes. And I'd rather try and read, I think, at the moment. Well, you'll just have to think fast, like uh, Jimmy Feats. If only we could be as fast as Jimmy Feats. That's how his theme song goes, I assume. RJ... Yeah. You can get, we can reach you at Upscale Hobo on Twitter. Is that correct? Sure. <laughs> no, no, that is, that is in fact correct. Uh, you can reach me at RAE underscore gun, like a ray gun, a like pew a pew. science fiction ray gun, pew pew. And having said all that, I would like you to remember as you go out into the world this week, as you meet new dogs and you pet them, as you meet new cats. And try to pet them, but then they run away from you because they're cats and they don't like it. Yes. If you meet one with big droopy jowls, watch out. He's hiding big teeth under there. Right. He's probably a Smilodon. You should be concerned. What's he doing here? He doesn't belong in this time. You should find out where the Smilodon came from. You should find out where the time portal is. Yes. I would say that if anyone's responsible for it, I would say it is the past master because you are in an episode of SWAT Cats. That's probably the radical squadron. So as you're going out, as you're being a SWAT cat, as you're finding the time portal, I want you to remember one thing. Big Brother is watching you. And he thinks you're boring. started up the killing machines outside uh so if you hear any screaming that's what's up uh, if we don't finish this in the next half hour we'll be taken out and fed to the chipper fargo style what style fargo style okay that's what i thought you said <laughs> that's what i remember about fargo the movie yeah that's the only thing i re- well not the only thing but one of the few things mm-hmm. Which is ridiculous, considering how many things I remember about how many things. You do remember a lot of things about a lot of things. You're a guy who knows some things about things. <laughs> One might call you a things expert. And Here's RJ Crina, expert in things. <laughs> general things. <laughs> do you need specific knowledge? Go elsewhere. <laughs> RJ's got a, a general knowledge of things. I'll take general knowledge for 1,000, Alex. <laughs> Can he reference 2 Chains, Rodimus Prime, and Groucho Marx all in the same episode? Well, yes, yes, he can. Uh, 2 Chains was good, though.